This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the show. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. It's the happy hour, two-hour edition of the happy hour, that is. Right here, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. So I guess, if you will, it's the happy hours, right? So um, it's almost Friday, and it's just a, a great day in Husker athletics right now, which is obviously with Jordy Ball. But now, also, Nebraska football has their four or three-star quarterback commit, Daniel Kalen, hanging out at the Elite 11 series. And so now we'll turn to the Aloe VIP line, and so born and raised right here in Nebraska, Aloe Fiber understands the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Experience a buffer-free online experience with the peace of mind of doing business with a local company. Once again, that's Aloe Fiber. So let's go to the Aloe VIP line, 402-464-5685, and we're joined by Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. Zach, what's up, man? How's it going? Uh, pretty good, fellas. How we doing? Coming here a day earlier than the normal slot, but uh, happy to be here. Oh, that is right. guys. It is a day earlier than the normal slot. Yeah, something important must have happened. I want to start writing some more features so I can start uh, catch your guys' eye a little bit more. Huh? <laughs> well, honestly, Zach, when I called you this morning, I, I really thought it was Friday. I, th- I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was Thursday. Is me and Greg uh, both told each other yesterday. We thought it was Thursday multiple times yesterday. Mm-hmm. So. I guess we're all a day back. Maybe we just want it to be Friday and it, Saturday already. It's a little bit of a weird week, but we would have been in Omaha if it was Friday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you guys are going there, right? I, I've never – I didn't get a chance to go last summer, um, but I'm going to be going at least once this summer. I've, I've never been to the College World Series, but that's uh, wow. that's on the – I don't know if it's like high up on the bucket list, but it's up there. It's, it's on the bucket list. One of my buddies, uh, a couple of them from college, go like every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so – that's a little tradition. I'm like, let me just come up and crash that real quick, huh? Well, we for, for sure. We should have waited and just had him join us down at the uh, Blur Tailgate. Yeah, I should just come on, hop on and uh, be, your, be your expert baseball analysis mm-hmm. guy who doesn't know that much about baseball. Perfect. Well, hey, honestly, though, I mean, just if you want to come hang out and just say hello, uh, we'll be a block south of the stadium, so not a whole lot out of your way. All right, I'll, I'll have to come up, at least uh, just say hi from a distance, you know, yeah. wave. I mean, technically you're a competition, I guess. So oh, be like, that's hey, right. I forgot. Respect. Respect. Yeah, of that course. Makes, I forgot sense. about that. Okay, well, anyway, we're joined by Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. Zach, you wrote a an article over Daniel Kalen today, who is at the Elite 11 Finals. Uh, for, for those that don't know, what is the Elite 11? Because it's not just the best 11 quarterbacks in the country. Uh, yes, I mean, national 
quarterback competition um, started by, founded by Trent Dilfer, uh, former Ravens quarterback, won the Super Bowl with the Ravens back in 2000, um, and uh, former ESPN analyst, yada, yada, uh, head coach at UAB now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get the, they handpick the top 20 quarterbacks to invite out to California. It used to be in Oregon, but now it's, in, it's been in California as of late. Um, get them all together and put them through three days of drills. I mean, the first day is uh, just like standard throwing drills. Used to be, uh, they used to have this target challenge. I don't think they have it anymore. But so yesterday was the first day, um, and the standard throwing drills. They had this drill called the rail shot, which is you get one. It's a really hard throw, like deep down the field, like on the sideline, and like you have to place it absolutely perfectly to to get points. Um, tonight's the pro day competition where it's designed like it like you would on nfl pro day um test accuracy ball placement things of that sort arm strength um and then tomorrow uh friday is the last day it's a seven on seven competition where um they have four teams i think it's four teams maybe maybe more um they all sort of uh, face off against each other like round robin sort of deal but uh it's pretty it's pretty much designed to name um the elite 11 out of those 20 top 11 quarterbacks name and then mvp um it's kind of crazy the alumni list that's on there i mean you got drew Brees, aaron Rodgers, andrew luck and then of late uh justin fields trevor lawrence bryce young cj stroud won it a couple years ago and uh jeff sims was there in 2019 nice. um or maybe it's 2018 i think he was competing against justin fields but yeah, so it's a laundry list of uh, who's who of elite quarterbacks. And um, Danny Kalen was invited out there this year. And last year, Zane Flores was invited out. So Zane was the first quarterback from Nebraska to ever get the Elite 11 invite. Um, and it's been going on over two decades now. And so now Kalen makes back-to-back Nebraska quarterbacks to be invited. So that's a pretty big national spotlight uh, that states – the state's under now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really that's really interesting, actually. How much of a recruiting boost do you think Nebraska could get if Daniel Kalen wins the Elite Eleven camp? Well, I mean, I almost don't even want to go down that road because I don't think he'll win it. Um, I think he, I think he has a chance to be named one of the Elite Eleven, but that thing's so that thing's so hard to win um, if you're. Especially if you're lower ranked, because the one gripe I have with the Elite 11 that doesn't make any damn sense to me at all is that the scoring system, which I don't even have the scoring system totally public, like points wise, like mm-hmm. goes into it. But I do know, um, unless it changed this year, that the evaluation is 50% on your junior season film and 50% on the competition itself, um, which. I, that those percentages just don't make sense to me. It's like, all right, well, why have the competition at all? Why not just have a seven, three days of seven on seven or something? Like, I get the coaching aspect of it. They're 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 getting really valuable coaching, but um, the scoring system doesn't make sense. I feel like if you're going to include season film, and you're going to have this big quarterback competition where you fly everyone out. Maybe it should be divvied up like seventy five twenty five. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like Caleb Williams uh, and. 2020 he was in the 2021 class he won it and it's like really like he was he didn't look bad he was he's okay but there's a couple other guys like Kyle McCord um 
who clearly who clearly perform better, but because of the way the percentages are weighed. Um, but he, he could pull a kid, Klubnik, from Clemson like he did two years ago. I've, I've been out to the Elite 11 one time, and that was when um, Quinn Ewers, Kate Klubnik were kind of going at each other or kind of competing back and forth. And Cade was – I wouldn't have put him up in the upper echelon of guys he expected to win. He was a four-star, like wasn't low, lowly ranked or anything, but he – like he had an awesome three days and shot up the board, and he wound up being the number one or number two uh, quarterback and like a top five, top ten overall prospect by the time um, by the time he signed. So, you, I mean, Danny can make a big rise, and he has the chance to move from three to four star status. He's right on the cusp of it. I mean, um, our system five point eight rating is a four star, five point seven is a three star. So he's got a chance. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're, we're talking to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. And Zach, staying on Danny Kalin for, for just a moment, um, you you wrote an article earlier today, I believe. Um, was it just today? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, today. Uh, about Daniel Kalin and how you said, quote, especially in today's era of college football, recruiting and especially at quarterback, it can sometimes get sloppy and often be grimy. How did this work out so perfectly? Because this is such a fascinating situation and storyline when you look at how they were recruiting Dylan Riola, and understandably so, but then Daniel Danny Kalen commits to Missouri and then decides to, you know, after he's pursued by Nebraska following Dylan's commitment to Georgia, he's back in Nebraska here. Yeah, I just think this story, this uh, this recruiting story uh, is just so fascinating. That's why I wanted to write about it. Um, wrote some other stuff about Danny um, yesterday, sort of his rise into becoming an elite 11 prospect and got another one coming tomorrow. But this one's also extremely fascinating because it like, it just never works this way. It never works out where to near perfection. You can't call it perfection because they didn't Nebraska. If it would have worked out to perfection, they would have, frankly, they would have gotten Dylan Rayola because that's yeah. who they, that's who they wanted. That's who they targeted. But, um, it's just, like I said, it's so rare for, especially in a quarterback recruiting for, I mean, if you look at what happened, they prioritized Matt Rule, Marcus Satterfield, Husker staff prioritized Danny um, from pretty much day one on the job for three weeks. He's the clear cut number one quarterback priority. Boom. Dylan Rayola decommits. And it's like, whoa, all right. Like we got a shot. And if they would have done it, like, 90% of, of staffs do. I'm just throwing out an arbitrary number. If they would have done it like you see most places, then they probably would have wound up losing out on Danny Kalen in the end and Dylan Rayola. And then you're kind of scrambling and probably wind up taking a transfer quarterback down the road. Um, but just Rule and Satterfield, their their honesty to Danny, to his coach, to his, uh, his quarterback trainer, like to the uh, his inner circle of Hey, we love you. You like you're 
you're our guy. We think you could be a power five star. We think you'd be a multi-year starter at the power five land, a winning quarterback who we can design an offense around at Nebraska. But um, we're, we're going after Dylan. Um, number one overall recruit in the country, the, the obvious family connections and um, just the, it, it would have been a landmark recruiting win, not just for his talent, but the talent that he could have possibly pulled here. And it would have been a great story. Uh, son of a Husker legend coming, coming home, so to speak, quote unquote. Um, but the honesty and transparency that, that the staff displayed with, with Kalen throughout the process is what really, um, is what really sort of buoyed this. But then you have that on one side of the staff handling it perfectly with honesty and transparency. And then you have a perfect meshing, sort of a rare meshing of, a quarterback, a guy, 17 years old, who com- is completely uh, handles it business-like and professionally. Really, instead of getting salty or upset, he said, "Okay, like, like one of these things." I cl- include this in the story. I think it goes in all walks of life. Like, as long as you're honest with me and transparent, I there's a good chance I don't like what you're going to have to say, or I'm going to be disappointed in what you have to say. But at least I'll understand and respect you for being honest. Mm-hmm. And so I think that went a long, long way. And so did the prioritization of, of Danny when they first got to town. Um, so, uh, I mean, a lot of things going into it, but that's where you start is just sort of that perfect mesh of uh, one side, the coaching side being honest and open, and the other side, the recruit side, just being professional and mature about everything. Zach, there was a quote in here from from Danny Kalen, who which, which kind of stuck out to me, and he says, "quote There were just so many reasons to recruit him. Obviously, he's the number one recruit in the country, but he's also a legacy. There's a lot of other things going into it, especially with Rule being a new head coach. I feel like he had to go after him. Obviously, they wanted to. If you have a chance to get a guy of that caliber, you have to go after him. He's obviously extremely talented." Number one, what does that say about Danny Kalen's just awareness and character? And then also, like, he understood that maybe Nebraska's not the place for him, so he made the decision to go to Missouri knowing that, hey, you know, I, Nebraska was my number one, my number one school. But more importantly, I think that speaks a lot to the character of Danny Kalen. Absolutely. I mean, I he was he's one of the more self-aware recruits that I've interviewed and I mean I've interviewed a lot of recruits and he um just that that understanding of business like approach is just very it's rare um so what you're saying is right I think it speaks a lot to how he how he views things and his character and um I mean I know there's gonna be naysayers who are gonna say like he should he should be pissed off he should have that chip on his shoulder and say f you Nebraska like you want to prioritize this other guy's this other guy over me like like, no, I'm sticking. I'm committing to Missouri. I'm sticking by it. But on the other side of things, I he kid grew up in Nebraska, dreaming of playing for Nebraska, and um, and now he's going to be. He has the pet, uh, potential if he wins that starting job one day. Uh, he's going to be at the center of of the biggest show in the state, biggest TV show in the state, um, and. Uh, it, it was also as perfect, uh, call it perfect, but an ideal, um, ideal that the coaching staff 
the ideal coaching staff, the ideal game plan and development plan um, came along. So he's going to be – he had the opportunity to, to make a, a dream come true of playing for Nebraska, but it also makes sense. Like you're not just going to be putting the jersey on. They have a, a really good plan in place to um, of how they want to structure the offense around him if he wins that start if he wins the quarterback job so um for a lot of reasons it made sense and you don't want to pass up that opportunity if you eventually get it last one before we go ahead and let you go we're talking to zach carpenter of inside nebraska here on the happy hour nebraska has nine commitments in their 2023 class so far I, i guess just give us your overall thoughts. Is this the, the number? Is it where you think it would be for for the middle of June? You know, is there? How do you assess this this class? That it's one. It's loaded with three stars. It's not going to jump off the page necessarily in terms of ratings and four stars. But they've gotten a couple intriguing prospects. Yeah, I mean, when you run down the list, I think things are, have all have been slower this whole time in the twenty twenty four class. And this is something I was saying. Uh, on I think on your show I've written about it um, that I mean traditionally if the coaching staff is in place like if they've been recruiting throughout the, the cycle all along so let's take the Nebraska coaching staff they they did they weren't recruiting these guys for months in the 2023 class like they kind of had to push fast forward and uh, build a class like on warp speed essentially and it was a big class uh so they're putting they're putting so much energy into the 2023 guys getting that locked up normally you would be using january to get a head start on the 24 and 25 class like the next the next class and the the one after that um because you have the time you already had it had it locked down but they were spending so much time in january um adding to 23 that uh, you lose you lose some of that time. You lose a lot of that time. Um, so I think they're sort of they've sort of been playing catch up, which is what um, was anticipated all along. So that's why I think one reason for the um, the smaller amount of commitments or lower amount of commitments right now. But um, I think we'll see double digits by. I mean, it's not a crazy prediction. They're at nine right now, but we'll, we'll see double digits <laughs> by the end of the month. I think. Um, but Willis McGahee's the guy in that class who, like, if they if they can hold on to him, his commitment, I'm really excited about him. And maybe that's mm-hmm. personal bias because uh, he's he plays the Jack. He's being recruited as a Jack linebacker, and right now that's like my most uh, the position I'm most interested on this Husker roster. Mm-hmm. With new staff in place, so maybe that's bias. But I mean, you watch this film, it's like holy hell! Like this this guy could be a dude at Nebraska. So that's. I think it's pivotal to to keep him. Uh, Mario Buford, not too much to say about him. I mean, I think he's going to follow nicely in the footsteps of Mario as sort of that ultra competitor. And um, I think he's going to bring some some really good things to the table. So, um, so we'll see. I mean, got the big, uh, the big weekend at the end of the month is going to be really telling. And that's what they wanted. They wanted the big recruiting at the end of the month, which is the exact opposite of what we saw last summer when, the big weekend was at the first weekend in June. So really excited to see how that plays out. All right, Zach. Hey, good stuff as always, man. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon here down the road. Uh, plenty of more stuff to get to here in the new, near future. Did you get moved to back, everything back to Lincoln? 
No, we're, uh, oh. we're making out, uh, making the trip Saturday. We're making our way out there. Um, we're gonna go Saturday to uh, to Indianapolis, spend a spend a night with some friends, then nice. Illinois, and eventually make the make the last leg to Lincoln. So it's uh, I'm not looking forward to it at all. Like she sold her uh, her bed and a um, uh, sofa chair thing um, through Facebook Marketplace yesterday, and I was helping carry it down. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not in shape for this. Like we're gonna have to. <laughs> we're, I should have been getting some workouts in the weeks leading up to this so that I could be prepared for it. But uh, yeah, not looking forward to that part, but I am looking forward to getting settled finally. Good stuff. All right, Zach. Hey, appreciate it as always, man. Uh, have a safe journey back to Columbus, and we'll definitely talk to you soon here. Yep, appreciate you guys. See you soon. That is Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska. Appreciate his time as always. Let's take our final time out as we round out hour number one of the happy hour and, and transition into hour number two here in just a few moments. You're listening to the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.